You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Chloe and Lamar After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Chloe and Lamar After Show. Hello, everyone. Marty Sagal here in New York City and live in studio. I have my lovely co-host, uh, Nick Pacha. Hi, guys. And Pamela Zapata. Hi. Hi, girls. And also joining me in New York City, I have my co-host, Jackie Moran. Jackie, how are you? I am great. Ready to talk some Chloe and Lamar after being out of town for the uh, premiere episodes here. So I'm very excited to get back into Kardashian land, ladies. <laughs> and now I'm watching the two of you girls in studio, and you look too serious. you got to put smiles on your face, because that's what happens when Chloe and Lamar come on television. They make me smile. They make me happy. And I love that this is the only Kardashian show that, like, it's not so dramatic as it is more fun and light and cute and pranks and funny and that's why I like it the most uh, trust me when we were watching it we were all smiles we were laughing yeah. the whole time it was a it was a great episode they're really cute to watch yeah I know they are so adorable and everyone on Twitter always talks about like how cute they are and what a great couple they are and I oh, love, love when they're like light and fresh and they do pranks on each other and so Keep those smiles on your faces tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. If we were talking about Kim, it's another story. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my I remember God. you Can guys hate talk about Kim. Kim. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I hate Kim. I felt like Natasha and I, we had to, on our premiere episode last week, Natasha and I, we like had to get the Kim talk out of the way only to compare Kim to Chloe and be like, oh, Chloe is so much more watchable. Kim is a spoiled brat and she needs to learn lessons from Chloe and lessons in how to be a good wife, right? Yeah, it was a struggle not to compare Kim and just to give a little rant about her after watching that episode. I love watching Chloe and Lamar. I'm so and dead. now, Pamela and Jackie, I don't want to talk about Kim, I really don't, but because you guys <laughs> weren't here with us last week, just watching, you know, we, the three of us, we came off of posting Kim and Courtney Take New York and the train wreck that, the train wreck that was Kim and Chris. When you guys watch Chloe and Lamar, when you watch tonight's episode, like, what, what are you thinking when you think about the two marriages, Pamela and then Jackie? I don't really actually, like, compare the two just because I feel like watching them, I don't, like, think back, oh, like, they're so different from Kim and, you know, Kim and Chris. I just, like, I don't even think of them when I th when I watch Chloe and Lamar. Like, they're, it's like a whole totally different ballgame. Like, it's it just feels like true love and real love, and they're fun, and they're happy, and it's something that, obviously, like, I would love to have one day, and I just never even think about Kim and Chris anymore when I watch Chloe and Lamar. It's so weird. 
I don't think it's that weird because I think you just said it best. It's really like watching a reality show on a real couple versus what we had to discuss on the last season of Courtney and Kim to take New York and how that was just so not a real couple. However you want to slice it, whether they thought they were going to be and they weren't or whether, however, we're still kind of up in the air about that, I think, as uh, viewers. But this is somebody who has a reality show as a couple because they're a real couple. And that's the best part about them. I mean, certainly they have their silly moments and, you know, the sex swing and all these crazy things that, you know, you wonder how relatable they are. But I think the reason they're relatable is because you can tell they have true feelings for each other. They go through problems that all couples, real couples go through. And yet, you know, they have a great relationship at the end of the day. And that's why it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah, Jackie, I think that you pinpointed the most important thing in that they're real. They're not Mm -hmm. fake because Mm -hmm. even the fight that they had on tonight's episode, that was all real. And I don't know about you girls, but my boyfriend was watching it with me and he seemed (laughs) to sympathize with with Lamar and and the babying and the needing to kind of assert uh, assert yourself. And so, so we can both relate to that. And I think viewers watching can kind of relate to that situation, yes? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that's one of the reasons why Chloe and Lamar is the like my, my favorite reality show to watch is because you can get so involved in it because they're so involved with each other. You know what I mean? Like you just get enthralled with the episode because you're watching these people who are so enthralled with each other. And um even watching them fight, it's 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 kind of um it's cute. It's, it's cute. It's fun. You you know that when they're fighting, <laughs> that it's not going to be the end. You know that they're, yeah. there's they're going to resolve it. And I kind of agree with your boyfriend, Mari. I think that um, I was a little bit on Lamar's side. I thought that her calling to make sure that he'd eaten his lunch and saying to <laughs> the people that he was working with and being professional with that he's going to be cranky if he doesn't eat and that he needs to eat. I think that was a little bit over the line. I mean, I see where her heart's at and I see that, you know, she just wants to make sure that he's happy and that he's enjoying his work because she knows he doesn't like photo shoots. She, she knows he doesn't like being there for a long time and he's going to make it hard on everybody if he's cranky. But at the same time, I, I mean, if, I, if, if that happened to me, like if, for instance, my mom called or something and said, has, has she eaten yet? You know, she's going to get really cranky if she doesn't eat. Then I would be, I'd be pretty upset about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little embarrassing. I honestly, I, the only time I was kind of like, oh, you know, she should let him speak was when they were at the dinner, remember? Yeah. And he, she was just talking and he's like, you, you won't even let me get a word in. And then she's like, oh, he doesn't check his email. And, you know, I, I saw that. But even though they fight, like, at the end of the day, you know, they're going to get back together. You know, they're going to cuddle. And I love how they always end their episode just having fun and just being real. And that's how all relationships should be. Well, I think the funniest thing for me watching it, Mari, I love how you said your boyfriend could relate to it and things like that. For me, it was the same thing. I could, I, the reason shows when you know they work is if you can watch it and think of your own life and relate it to your own life in some way. And for me, I was watching it. And luckily, neither my sister nor my boyfriend can hear me right now. But <laughs> I was like, that's so like my sister with her boyfriends. And then, you know, with my boyfriend, I'm smiling because I learned the trick to do that silently, ladies. That's the secret. You do the babying because all men need it, but you need to do it in a <laughs> secret way. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Good I'm to know. smiling because I feel I've mastered 
fat. <laughs> but uh, and Paul, boyfriend. Paul is shaking his yeah, head over here. Is, <laughs> oh God, Paul! Let's, let's hear your opinion. We gotta get the guy in here. We, I like having Paul um, behind the scenes here because I always like having a guy's perspective. What do you think? Do you think Chloe was babying Lamar too much? Do you like your lady to baby you or no? <laughs> um, baby. Everyone likes to be babied alone, but no one wants to be babied around their friends, you know what I mean? Just like if, uh, you know, someone calling and saying, oh, did Lamar eat or because, you know, he's going to get grumpy and this and that, he's going to get made fun of, you know, and lose respect from his buddies, you know, by his mom or his girlfriend or his wife, you know, calling in, checking up on him all the time, you know what I mean? And vice versa, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, everyone likes to be babied, but, you know. I must That's be a bad. So for ladies know. listening, you can baby, but not in public when his friends are around. Uh, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> it's know, like holding mom... hands in public. Yep. You only do it in private. <laughs> like when your mom dropped you off at school. I hold hands in public and I'm damn proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do too, but some guys don't like that. Do you like that, Paul? Will you be? Are you a hand holder in public? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm... Being babied and showing affection is, is two different things. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down to show affection. Sure. But. The problem I had here with Lamar is I normally, and I still do, absolutely love Lamar. I think he's so nice, so sweet, so sensitive, and he really genuinely, truly cares for Chloe. I think he didn't so much see her side in this situation because, and he even admitted it, yet he didn't see her side. She does not have a baby. And he said, I'm like your Mason. But yeah. that's exactly mm -hmm. it. She doesn't have a Mason. Courtney has a Mason. Chloe's been wanting to get pregnant for two years, and she has no other baby. She has no children. And so I kind of commiserate with her and understand why she may be babying him, because she really wants a baby, and unfortunately, she doesn't have that. So yeah. I thought that at the end, when he <laughs> drove away, that's what really bothered me, because, like, I hate, like, I think the worst thing to do when you get in a fight with your significant other is for that person to, like, leave and go, like, just resu resolve the fight. Like, don't leave. Like, I just, I really I didn't like that. that part of him. Um, and I love him. And, you know, at first he was light and he did the handcuffs and that was cute. But I felt like maybe he didn't see her side. She didn't even say so much about it. If I were her, I would have been like, you know what, I'm sorry for bathing you, but, like, you know, I don't have that right now, and I, I like to bathe you, you know, and I, I think you would have understood that. Yeah, you know, I think I think you were totally right about that. I think she's definitely in mommy mode right now. That's what she's just, like dying for and what else is she, what who else is she going to turn to you know who else is she going to baby who else does she have the most love for and it kind of makes me feel bad for her a little bit because she is in that point in her life where she really wants to have a kid and she hasn't been able to i hope she has a kid i want them to have a kid for yeah. sure i think it would be a cute baby actually yeah so cute <laughs> <laughs> the half black half uh, white i don't know i kind of cute. feel like i think I don't know. I feel like guys have to put their foot down and get their point across with something like that, with a situation like this. But I do agree where he was wrong was his approach, like the driving away thing. I totally agree as a woman. That is like the worst way to handle a situation. It's so frustrating as a woman to have like a guy leave a situation. 
joke about a situation, he's still not really addressing it. And the way he even sat down after his photo shoot and said, I feel like I've got ED, I feel like I'm Mason, like, he never really approached it maturely and had a conversation. So I do think he was a little at fault in that respect, but I do think he needed to put his foot down. I just don't think he did it really in the right way. You know, I've noticed that he does that a lot. He approaches the problems in their relationship a lot like that, where he'll kind of just walk away. And I don't think it's right at all. But I think that's kind of what he's used to doing. When you look at his relationship that he has with his father, he kind of just walked away and left it. I mean, he didn't see his dad for how many years? I think that's just kind of the way he is. And, you know, as much as um, Chloe's helping him to be better at communicating, that's just a part of him, you know? Yeah. That's yeah, but I like that they have a much healthier relationship in the way that they do handle things. So even though he wasn't talking about it so much uh, and expressing his feelings, you know, at the end he expressed his feelings when he did drive away. Not that I agree with that, but I think he finally was able to talk without her interrupting. Mm -hmm. And so he, at the very end, on the phone when she called, like told her how he felt. And that's the, the most important thing in a relationship is communication. And so... For, for any anyone watching Chloe and Lamar, I think it's a good lesson in a healthy relationship. And honestly, I just spoke to God that this relationship, and I don't think it will, go in the way of four other reality show relationships like, um, you know, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey and Carmen Electra and Dave Navarro and all these people who have these, um, you know, reality TV cameras come into their lives. I've always been wary of that, but this is the one that, you know, that they, are, they do have a very healthy relationship when I watch it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you have to also give uh, Chloe props for the way she handles it mostly because how many women and ladies, I don't know what if you'll admit to which way you might react or not, but how many women, like, say her sister, Kim Kardashian, would scream and cry on the phone if someone drove if their partner drove away like that like it would turn into this escalated situation that doesn't really need to be escalated and she was you know leveled enough to be like come home I, you know i'm sorry like so many women would take that the other direction so chloe she gets some some props for that for not like overreacting and freaking out like a lot of women might do i do have to admit that for us ladies <laughs> no i think you're right and i think that's why that their relationship works so well is because that's how chloe all all Always is, you know. You, when have you ever seen her completely lose her head over something? She's always the one that's kind of calm and collected and likes to hear all sides of things before she makes any rash decisions. And um, so that's why they work, because you know she balances out Lamar in that way. She just he 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 likes to just do that to just run off and ignore the problem. And rather than freaking out, she sits there and say, "Okay, well, what did I do? Why is he running away? How should I address this?" Yeah, I like the way she handles things because I don't know how I would react if my boyfriend just would walk away after every argument because that's the most frustrating thing. No one ever wants to just leave things like that and not deal with them. Women always want to talk things through. So the fact that she understands that that's how he is and she calmly, you know, addresses it is great. I love her. She's my favorite Kardashian. <laughs> She's mine, too. And uh, coming up in News and Gossip, she actually commented on Kim and Chris's relationship, and she had some choice words to say, so we'll have that later on for you. But I wanted to talk about, uh, Jackie, when you and I have hosted Kardashian shows in the past, with the exception of Kim and Courtney Take New York, only because there was so much crazy drama in that one, 
every single Kardashian show goes along the structure and the format of storyline A and storyline B. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that frustrates viewers or if it's just a simple, organized way for viewers to watch. But obviously, storyline A was Chloe Lamar and the baby, and storyline B was Rob's sock line. So I want to ask everyone's perspective of the sock line because on the one hand, I applaud him because I do think that he feels an immense amount of pressure with with all his sisters being so successful and doing so much and he's kind of lost his way he's graduating from college and now he's finding his way but on the other hand I don't know if the sock line (laughs) is really the best I mean maybe starting small is good but like the only thing I kept thinking during this is I really wonder what Scott thinks about Rob's sock line like I just really want to know what Scott thinks about this whole thing (laughs) he probably loves it I mean, I don't know. I have, I have, I'm so excited to talk about this because I have some really mixed feelings about it. Um, at first, when I heard Rob was doing a sock line, I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, Rob <laughs> Kardashian and socks, how do the two relate whatsoever? Like, it makes no sense to me. Um, and I just thought it was really stupid. Basically, I had the same kind of reaction that Chloe did when, she, when he was trying to tell her about it. I was just like, sounds like stupidest thing I've ever heard but then when I saw him do the photo shoot and the I saw the actual socks I thought it was actually kind of a cute idea and you know the socks were they're kind of cute and there I, I I don't really know of any really nice socks or like a place where you get really nice socks you know it, so it, I think it, it could have potential and as he said everybody wears socks so I guess <laughs> you know um, he does have a point there it, he would just have to like go a certain way with it you know if it's just like so Rob Kardashian socks and I don't think anybody will really buy into it but if they're actually nice socks like made out of nice material and they have kind of cool patterns that no one else would really have and he sold them in nice places then I think it could actually do well um, but he needs to change his logo because right now the RK um, in those designs that were on the episode they he looks like it just was made on word art or something it looks pretty <laughs> pretty bad so <laughs> yeah I agree when when I heard he was making socks I was just like really were socks really <laughs> Um, but, you know, kudos to him. He's getting his stuff together and he's trying to, you know, build a business. And if socks is his thing, then, you know, do your socks. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but I was impressed with um, with the photo shoot and the portfolio. That was yeah. impressive. And the pictures came out great. And the yeah. socks were actually nice. So, yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed. I don't know, ladies. I'm sorry. But I have to call out, like, the key line for me is, like, first DJing, then the band I think it was BJ5 or whatever then the yeah, skincare yeah. now socks like that's what I'm thinking and you know this is like that typical put celebrities like putting their name on anything like if I see him really following through with this and he really has this passion for socks like I can't say it without <laughs> laughing talking about his <laughs> sock line like oh I did Dancing with the Stars I'm all on my own now and I'm gonna do anything I can put my mind <laughs> to I'm gonna create socks like is that really your big like business venture like to really stand up to your sister's empires like I'm gonna have a huge stock line I don't know I can't (laughs) really buy it right now like putting together a photo shoot for me is not like a huge thing unless you really act on it from there and make business deals and get Mm -hmm. things going and have you know promotion and and you're in stores and you know watching him in production meetings and things like that then i i would be able to get on board but right now like getting malika naked in some socks <laughs> is not really like <laughs> turning me over on rob yet yeah 
Okay. I think I thought it was kind of a dumb idea. The only good side to it is to start small is a good thing for someone who doesn't have the business experience or the background so much because at least mm-hmm. you can like start small and then get bigger. And also, I I thought it was a dumb idea, but then when you did the photo shoot, mm-hmm. I thought that Malika was like the key to saving it because he did this hot photo shoot with this beautiful topless girl in his socks. I don't know how many people are going to be looking at the socks, but it's definitely going to be getting people's attention. So I applaud him for having the savvy sense there to ask her to do it. And I applaud her for being such a good friend to do it. I mean, honestly. <laughs> and you know what? I've been, I was yeah, just thinking I mean, about it. It's like, what, like if Rob tried to do like a clothing line, it would be like, what What does Rob think he knows about fashion? Like, let's be honest here. Rob doesn't have a style or any kind of fashion sense. So if he were to start designing some kind of clothing line, that would just be completely bogus. And socks, yeah, he can, I mean, what do you have to do to design socks? Nothing. I mean, he, he wears socks. He knows how to design socks. It's easy. What else could, like, what do you, what else could he do? In complete honesty, like, do you have any other idea of what Rob could do? Because right now he does nothing. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Because the pressure well, that's is the on. That's the thing. Like, you know, but for a while, he's like <laughs> managing the girl band. And, like, uh, I don't know. He needs to. The dancing with the stars thing was good. He could have, like, kind of kept that thing going. I mean, I, I don't really know. It's a difficult situation because he is in the, sh- in the shadow of his sisters. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if there's this true passion behind the sock line. I think for anything to work in business, I'm around so many business people and creators of products in my family and my life that you really have to have a passion behind it for, because for the hundred million pairs of socks out there, for the millions of people who design clothes and jewelry, the ones that break through are because you have a passion and a drive for it. I'm not sure if he necessarily has such a passion and drive for socks. Yeah, but he but does have the name. The passion is the sign. What's that? He does have a name because a lot of the people who who need the passion to get to the top, it's because they don't have any kind of name behind them. Whereas he's already got the Kardashian name, so even if he doesn't have the well, full not, passion not for it, he's got though, something. Because there's a lot of celebrities I've seen that create product and they don't work just because they're putting their name on a product. At the end of the day, people in the, in this world, I love that we're all smart enough to get it if it really means something or if it doesn't. So I don't know. I mean, I really think. I, what I love watching him is that he wants to make something happen for himself. So whether it's he, this and he really does build off of it or something, you know, I, I totally feel for him in that he's trying to figure out what would work for him, especially when you have this family that you kind of have to be in that line. Like, it's, it's hard to break away from what they're doing. He wants to do it in his way. And, it, and that is that, that has got to be really hard. So I do feel for him for that. Mm-hmm. I will say the one thing he is going, even though he, I agree with you, it doesn't seem like he has a passion for it, is he can promote the product on uh, on this reality television show. And even if people don't like the product, pe- there's so many great like like fans out there who just love the Kardashians mm-hmm. and all things Kardashians that they'll buy the socks just to support him. I mean, and I will say socks is a much better choice than some of the other things they've been hawking lately. I mm-hmm. mean, have you guys seen that uh, Kris Jenner is hawking some sort of, like, vaginal arousal <laughs> jelly? Oh, no. Did you guys see no. that? It was, like, 
she does some of the most embarrassing things from like the bladder leakage. Um, she oh, just, yeah, she yeah, yeah, I saw that. To this vaginal arousal, Kelly. It's like she does some of the most embarrassing things because honestly, when she does those things, my only thought is okay, at the end of the day, all she cares about is money because I would yeah. never, ever, ever want to put myself on that brand. For sure, at least actually, Mari. Now that you say that, when I think when I think about the things he could be putting his name on, mm-hmm. socks is actually pretty pretty safe, <laughs> right? Yeah, at least he's being at least practical. He's not a strip club. But a lot of people love Rob Credit. Like I, a lot of girls love Rob Credit. I mean, look, he got so far on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm a huge Rob Kardashian fan. I think he's super cute, super sweet, and I'm in love with him. So I feel like <laughs> even though he's not one of the biggest Kardashians, like he does have a following. <laughs> I have to I have to say that. But. What? Yeah, he is looking oh, handsome. He lost all that weight from Dancing with the Stars, and so he he is looking handsome. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I, I think, mean, it's, I think it's better he, than like a cologne or like I don't know what other stuff do men put out. It's, I I mean I I that's think that's what I'd, I was just gonna say. Like yeah. something about the like you know because he's sweat working up a sweat with Dancing with the Stars, like something like an axe line or something. You know what I mean? Like putting his yeah. name on something like that. Or just even his appearance fees. If you can show up somewhere and get an appearance fee, listen, work it. I wish I could do that right now. That's like amazing to be able to just show up somewhere and get an appearance fee. So he's got he's got options. All I have to say is I seriously hope that Rob is listening to our show or listens to our show soon because we are giving him some excellent branding advice. <laughs> I know. Paul's got some good ideas. Okay, well, I want to. Um, <laughs> Sorry, go Paul's got some good ideas. He was thinking maybe a watch or something, right, Paul? Yeah, maybe a watch. You know. Oh yeah, Paul. What do you scarves. think? Like, uh, you know, maybe a watch. Socks, socks are okay. You know what I mean? Um, everybody like likes a nice, comfortable pair of socks, so it's not, it's not too funny. But you know, um, <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> no, it is funny. There's, there's certain certain things that he could have went with, you know, just like you know maybe a nice pair of brand of shoes, you know, like dress shoes or something like that. But um, I think I heard you say something about axe, right, so like, like Dancing with the Stars, you can brand from that. That's a great call, actually. Uh, did you say yeah. axe? Yeah. Yeah, they they said axe. See, we oh, need no. to tweet. He, he's not a we all need to tweet man. Rob after the show and make him listen to our show because we are really. I want a percentage, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I do actually have some news also on another brand that doesn't seem to be doing so well for the Kardashians. So let's go to a quick commercial break and then straight back to news and gossip. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. 
Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And we're back. All right. News and gossip. <laughs> News and gossip. I don't I don't have any oh, right now. Well. Oh, except for Lamar. I have <laughs> some Lamar. Oh, yes. All right, guys. So um, I was talking about branding. We do have some great branding ideas for Rob here, but one terrible branding idea that Chris uh, Jenner had and is getting all the girls, including Chloe, into a lot of trouble is Quick Trim. I'm sure you guys have seen mm-hmm. the ads. It's all... It's in magazines, it's on television. Um, Chloe and Kim and Courtney have been hawking quick trim, and now a class action lawsuit was filed in federal court in New York on behalf of four plaintiffs who use the product. $5 million lawsuit alleging that the three Kardashian sisters and the makers of quick trim diet pills falsely touted the product's effectiveness for losing weight and that the Kardashians' marketing was false, misleading, and unsubstantiated, and there was no competent and reliable scientific evidence supporting any of these claims. The main ingredient in the pills is a large dose of caffeine mixed with herbal ingredients, never clinically proven as effective. So what do you guys think about this lawsuit? You know what? I When I read that, I thought that was so ridiculous, especially the Kardashians saying, oh, we would have never promoted a product if we knew that it didn't work. Well, do your research. I mean, if you're going to be promoting something like that, especially they're all over it. I mean, on every single product, you see a Kardashian face. And if the only ingredient is caffeine, I mean, that's your first clue. But, I mean, they have people to do this kind of stuff for them. Why didn't they look into it before they're going to put their name all over it? And they've been promoting Quick Trim for ever now like they've, they've this is one of the first things they came out with i think and now they're i mean obviously i don't think it was quick trim like if you think you're gonna be a kardashian from quick trim then you're um, you have other problems but i just feel like it's been out for so long and now the lawsuit's coming like it should have came year like years ago when it first came out and i think maybe now it's coming because now they know that they have the money and they can sue and they're probably they might even win but it's like i don't understand why anyone would think they will, will lose that much weight on quick trim I feel like it's a joke but we'll see what happens with the lawsuit yeah it's definitely a tough one because this is what happens when you put your name on something and you don't you know properly have a handle on it and you know I guess we'll just have to see what happens but I think that kind of product, like even all the Jersey Shore people put their name on similar kinds of products mm-hmm. and stuff, that's a risky one. To, I would never want to put my name on something like a weight loss thing like that. But I guess they pay big money, so you have to take the risk. Yeah, especially yeah, since it means is- they have to stay skinny, you know, and they have to, They, I think they have to sign some kind of contract. They have to make sure that they actually lose weight. They keep it off for a certain amount of time. It's like, it's pretty serious stuff if you're going to be promoting a weight loss pill. Well, that's why there was an episode of Chloe Lamar last season where Chris was calling Chloe fat and saying it was hurting the brand. Right. And that would be for a product like this if she's not losing weight because clearly they're not taking the product. (laughs) And so um, I think that the people in this lawsuit might actually have a good chance of winning because they are hawking a product that they're not even taking Mm -hmm. and that doesn't work. And so the thing is, 
I would look at any diet pop pill like that, regardless of who's hawking it, regardless of the Kardashians, and no, it doesn't work. But mm-hmm. I'm not everyone, and a lot of people will buy into that. And if they see Kim Kardashian's body and they think, oh, if I take this pill, I'll look like Kim Kardashian, when she's not even taking it in the first place, then that's a big problem. Absolutely agree, and I I do agree. I think they will have a good, a really good shot at this one because, yeah, that episode came to my mind as well. Like, they put their name on it, but are they even using it? Are they like, what is the association, and how much are they on top of this? So it's really not looking good for the Kardashians on this one. Because there's a lot of lawsuits that get filed against these this family, and a lot of them I think are bogus. Um, like the the lawsuit that was filed against Chloe by that transvestite who she hit outside the club. She hit on Lamar Odin. Like, that's a dumb lawsuit. There's a lot of dumb lawsuits, but this one actually seems like it could go far. So we'll, I'll keep you posted on that one. But I do want to get into what Chloe had to say on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. She talked about how she never agreed with Kim's plans to marry Chris. And she told an interesting story about when she first met Chris. She said, when I met Chris for the first time, I just landed in New York, and it was late at night around 10. He was in Courtney and Kim's suite. This was obviously during the filming of the first Courtney and Kim take New York while they were dating. And he, she said, so I went, to, I went to say hi because Kim had been like, oh, I want to introduce you to my friend because they had just started dating. And one of the first things that came out of his mouth within five minutes was, so how much are you getting paid to take your marriage? How long can you keep this up for? I was like, dude, I don't know if you're trying to make me laugh or not, but it rubs me the wrong way. So since then, I had a very defensive wall up around Chris. I'm a very good judge of character, if I do say so myself, and he just rubs me the wrong way. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, we know that Chloe has never been a fan of his. Um, And I feel like Chloe is the real realist of the group. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I wish that they it's almost kind of like that I told you so kind of thing like they definitely probably wish they listened to Chloe on this one you know of course she could have been wrong but if you're you can tell Chloe has a good judge of character and if she never came around to him that was definitely a bad sign you know what? She was put in such a tough position, though, and I've been in that position myself where a close friend is dating a guy that you know is not right for her and he's not treating her well, but she's just totally blinded. And for whatever reason, she's just in love with him and he's, she's staying with him. And as a close friend or as a sister especially, there's nothing really you can do about that at the time. And you can only say your piece for so long before you just start to annoy your friend or your sister and then they start hating you for it. Um, and you just kind of have to wait it out until they figure it out for themselves because until they figure it out for themselves they're not going to realize it and there's nothing really you can do so she I mean she did what she had to do she said at first that she wasn't she didn't like Chris and she made that very clear at the beginning but then when Kim wasn't letting up she just had to give in and just say okay you know figure it out yourself marry him if that's what it takes but she did and she obviously she did yeah, I think it's very different, too, when you have your sister telling you something. Because if I was dating someone and my sister just didn't approve or didn't rub her the right way, I, would, I wouldn't I would you know, reconsider my entire relationship. But it's something that I would take very seriously just because family's so important, at least to me. So it is a tough spot because you can't just say, no, I'm not going to marry him because, you know, my sister and my family doesn't like him. Because at the end of the day, it's your life and you're going to live it the way you want to. But that's something you should definitely take into consideration, especially them. I feel like they're so close. <laughs> and 
Okay, and in our final bit of news and gossip, um, I don't know if you guys are basketball fans, but Lamar Odom played pretty well um, in his game today against the Utah Jazz. Uh, he scored nine points and grabbed five rebounds. And what was so big about that is um, he was supposed to be playing on the D-League. He demoted himself to the D-League because his father is going through some health issues um, and he has been going through a lot. He's had a hard time adjusting to Dallas and everything, so he wasn't playing very well and he demoted himself. But then it turned out that players were hurt and he had to play today um, in the game and he did very well, um, which is great. And um, he said afterwards, it was really personal and something I had to tend to. Mark Cuban is a great owner for understanding. Sometimes we have to fix whatever's going on off the court in order for us to fix what's going on on the court. Um, so hopefully he'll keep up his winning streak because he hasn't had the best time. Um, with the Dallas Mavericks, and um, hopefully he'll keep he'll keep playing strong. See, I'm confused yeah, because absolutely. I thought that he I'm wasn't not... on it anymore. Well, they demoted him. Sorry, I'm confused because I he, was reading he, today was that like, he's not part he of the Dallas Mar- Mavericks. Oh, he did it himself. He basically said, "I'm in, like I'm going to play for the D League," and that's what the news was on Friday night. Was oh, tomorrow morning he's going to be playing for the D League, but then players on the actual team got hurt. And so he had to come in and step in, and he did well. So he demoted himself because he just – and players do that, apparently, according to my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> you know, if they need some time to practice and whatever, and they're not doing that great, they'll um, play with the D-League and kind of try to get their game back. And then um, so he had plans to do that, and then he had to get called in, and he did really well, so that's good. I mean, whatever works, I saw that he's still going to yeah. be getting paid the same amount, right? So it doesn't really matter for him, I guess. Well, I can't help but wonder how much backlash will come to the relationship between him being a reality star and it affecting his game. Like, even with Chris Humphreys, like, that pressure to play well, and when he played well, it must have felt so good. I'm sure with Lamar, even if he's not playing so well, that must happen to how many players, but because of the reality show, you know that that's going to be the blame. I saw in some articles, obviously, that people are questioning it because of his involvement in the reality show. So the added pressure of that has to be really tough on Lamar, you know, obviously. Let's hope he plays well. Yeah, and let's hope his dad is okay. Yeah, so let's hope he keeps it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will. He's keeping the details on his dad um, pretty quiet, but I, I believe that this season we're going to see his dad. And it looked to me in the season preview like his dad was talking about whatever illness he has. So we'll have to um, see that. But let's talk about predictions for next week. Can I get some prediction musical? <laughs> now. All right. Don't we all love that creepy music? Love it. <laughs> um, what do you guys think for next week? Well, I couldn't really tell what was going on. I'm not so good at like trying to figure out what the storyline is because they give us so little. But what, it, what, what do you guys think is going on next week? I don't know. I was a little bit confused by the preview for next week. Um... I don't even remember the preview. There was something weird going on with Chloe. It seems like like Lamar got offered to go to Turkey or play in Turkey or something, and it brings up Kim and their Armenian background, and there's going to be some kind of culture class thing going on. Um, 
you know, so I don't know how that'll play out. Obviously, there's always storyline A and B, but there seems to be something going on with Jamie and his acting career. And oh, I just gosh. thought it was hilarious oh. how Chloe was like, you look like a pedophile in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand Jamie. I think he's so annoying. He is so annoying. He is the worst by far. I mean, even the, in this last episode, when he's Lamar... He loves to kind of just let off some steam and tell Jamie about his problems to with about his problems with Chloe, and Jamie is just like the biggest hater on Chloe. You can tell he's just so jealous. You yeah. know, it's it's ugh. so that'll be nice to see Jamie. That's doing because something. he was the only person in Lamar's life until Chloe came around, and he's jealous. Yeah, yeah. but he bought, he runs me the wrong way too, and I can't believe he wants to be an actor because first of all, he's not good looking. Second of mm-hmm. all, he's like kind of old and beyond that bandwagon and sort of all it just makes me think that he's like he's a mooch all around he's a yeah. mooch off of their yeah. thing he's a mooch off of their funny and that's how I feel about him I he's, I just hope that that Lamar like wisens up to it at some point he's kind of like the non-Kardashian yeah. version of Rob <laughs> I think it's hard, too, bit. though, because when you have someone that you grew up with and you know so well and, like, they're just they're just home and you're, they're your friends from home and it's hard that once you come up and they're still kind of losers and it's just weird. Like, how do you tell your, like, your fiancé or your husband that your friend's a loser? I, I mean, mean, if he whatever. wasn't such a hater, I wouldn't <laughs> care. If he, was yeah. just, if he was just a happy, cheerful guy and he, like, cheered Lamar on for his relationship and all that kind of stuff, even if he wasn't doing anything and he was kind of a mooch, then whatever, but he's just such a downer. It's yeah. just... Mm. Just annoying. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, for all co-hosting tonight's episode with me. And we will be back next week with an all-new episode of Clay Lamar. So in the meantime, tweet us all your thoughts um, on this week's episode. Next week when you're watching, tweet us all. My Twitter handle is at Marisagel. Uh, Natasha, what's yours? Mine's at Natasha Frakes. Mine's at Pamela Zapata. Mine is at Jackie Moran, and I actually, ladies, everyone, be sure to check out my new website, JackieMoran.com, and I post all of the shows on there as well and, and all After Buzz updates. And Mari, you're, I know you'll keep us updated on that legal news, and what, what's your website also for everyone? You can go to your legal lady. I'll probably be tweeting about the Kardashian lawsuit as well if you guys are interested in that. And thank you, everyone, for listening. So tweet us all, and be sure to tweet at AfterBuzzTV and watch our head of our show, Marie Menounos, on Dancing with the Stars in the upcoming weeks. And thank you, everyone, for listening, and have a good night. Thank you. Good night. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed here are the views of the host. Buzz you later. Buzz <laughs> 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 After Buzz TV or its owners or principals.